franchise. This franchise buys games. It's, uh, I know you. I know what you're probably thinking. Like, uh, was this was this not done? Did you not did you not stop doing this about two weeks ago? You'd probably be right. It has been a while. Uh, with the best intentions, I did start a solo gaming podcast. And with the best intentions, I buy the games. You know what I mean. And then I talk about the games. It's what I do. Uh, then I f- sometimes forget that I'm supposed to do it in front of the microphone alone for you. Um, no other reason than being an adult, really. That's the only reason I've got why franchise buys games didn't uh, didn't keep the ball rolling. But I did promise you one thing, and is that there would never be a schedule. Schedule is it? Schedule, Sh- schedule, or schedule? It's one of those things. I consider myself to be both well-read and um, literate. And I still to this day don't know schedule or schedule. Either way, I don't have one. Uh, so I suppose that's a moot point. <laughs> really? Good old moot point. I love a moot point. Um, I'm here to talk to you today a little bit later than I'd like. Because I'm worried I, I might have missed the bandwagon. But I'm still going to do it. Because this is content on demand. Yeah, I mean, you might want to listen to this a few years down the line. When Far Cry 7 comes out. But right now I want to talk to you about... Far Cry 5, also known as Far Cry 3 and 4. Uh, this game, um, off the bat, interesting little nugget for you about Far Cry 5. And I, this blows my mind. I'm almost certain at least one, possibly two of you, will have a slight brain tremble at this fact. Um, Far Cry 5 is the second best selling Ubisoft game of all time. And you're thinking, what's the first? A lot of people are automatically going to go to an Assassin's Creed? No, sir. No, sir. It is The Division, sir. The Division. That's the best-selling Ubisoft game. Uh, Far Cry 5 comes steaming in at the number two best-selling game for Ubisoft of all time. That's uh, that's impressive. That is impressive, given the fact that it's beat out a lot of Assassin's Creed games. I would have thought Origins... Assassin's Creed Origins would have been well up there, hanging in at the number two. The Division does not surprise. Um, I'm interested to see what the Division Two brings to the table. If if the first Division is anything to go by, if they can right the wrongs, if they can learn the lessons, then they won't have that little weird drop-off period where they lost everybody and have to work their balls off to bring everybody back. So there you go, little fact for you. Like I drop a little game and factoid in, just in case anybody thinks I'm not the real deal. <laughs> Probably not, if I'm honest. So let's talk about Far Cry 5, also known as Far Cry 3 and 4. Uh, in case me little subtle nods have missed the mark there, Far Cry 5 for me has done nothing, nothing that Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4 have done. Nothing. I mean, Far Cry 4 and 3 could have arguably just been one long game. Do not, under any circumstances, take that as a negative. Because Far Cry 3 was fucking brilliant. Far Cry... Far Cry... Far Cry 4... Far Cry 4... Equally brilliant. i tell you what, Ubisoft nails as antagonists. Strong villains. Far Cry fucking nails that. Vass in 3. I'm sure his name was Vass. Was it Vass? Or Rass? No, it was Vass. Vass in 3, and Pagan Min in 4. Just superb, superb renditions of psychopathy. 
just psychopaths, perfect. And Far Cry 5 kicks off with what I can only describe as the greatest fucking opening to a game I've ever played in all my days, all of them, and I've been on this earth for approximately 34 years. That's many an earth spin, many a gaming row. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, I'll keep it spoiler light, but just flying into the compound where his little cult is, and you're there to serve a warrant, and you're with the cocksure US Marshal, and the the sort of on-the-fence nose that could kick off at any minute fucking sheriff. Ah, it's fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And again, just a yet another fucking superb villain from the get-go, from the word go. Also a fucking stunning game, might I add. Um, from that opening like few minutes, when you're at the compound to issue the warrant of arrest for this cult leader, like the, there's no difference. You see these cutscene and the, the cutscene graphics, you think, fuck me, that's stunning. Particularly when he's getting right up in your mush, when he's getting up in your face. It's like shit. That bed, that is, that is impressive texturing right there. Uh, just the full complete package. I do play it on an X, on Xbox One X, so I can't say if it's as good. I can't imagine it wouldn't be on a on a standard Xbox or PS4. Um, but fuck me, out of the cutscene into the gameplay, phenomenal. No difference, no drop at all. Just stunning graphics. What I will say is. I do compare it to 3 and 4. It's essentially the same game. It's just a different villain. Uh, the story arc's pretty much the same. It's not doing anything new. To me, that's not a bad thing. Far Cry 3 stepped away from Far Cry. Um, Far Cry Predator, I think one of them was called. Where it was more of a you had powers or some sort of fucking chemically induced sense where you become... Almost like, I don't know, like Wolverine-esque. I don't know if you ever played the Wolverine game on PS2. X-Men Wolverine, I think. It, I might have been called X-Men Wolverine. I can't remember. But it was it's sort of that type deal. You had like a sense. You could sense where people had been. Like smell the footprints and that. And it went away from that on 3. Into like realms of realism. And like exploring this fucking tropical island. On a adventure full of hedonism. And fucking drugs. And It was just, that was a brilliant game. Far Cry 4 kept it going, Far Cry 5 kept it going, just, it's that old, if it ain't broke, don't fix it moniker, and it really wasn't broke, because the mechanics, the gunplay, the combat, the the fucking random fucking world events that just happen here, like, <laughs> totally out the fucking blue, perfect example, I'm in the middle of a fucking gunfight, right, it's not even a gunfight at this point, I've took out a truck, a cult truck, of which there are fucking many, by the way. Like, this cult, I'm not sure you're allowed to call it a cult when it's got more members than there is actually populace of the town. Every two minutes as a truck drives past, full of the bastards, and I kill a lot of them. So I know it's not the same one driving past. I know I'm not just on his route, you know what I mean? They're fucking everywhere, so I killed one of them. I jumped in the back of his truck, which had a mounted 50 cal, I'm sitting with the truck in the middle of the road because I know there's a truck coming at us, which I want to I want to sequester this truck. It was like a st- like a story mission, like a side mission. So I'm sitting in the middle of the road, just waiting, and I've tagged him on the map so I can see him coming closer and closer and closer. He gets to about 200 feet away, so I'm like, right, I'll get ready to let him have it at this point. 
uh, and then seven cars turned up. I'm talking 50 cars on the back, standard trucks, some guy just in a red fucking sports car saw the kickoff. He must have had a bad day, and he thought, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to get involved in this. There was people everywhere. I'd had a couple of allies at this point because I unlocked them in the in the perks. I had a chick with a bone arrow. She was just shooting pure fire everywhere, and I was like, "That's careless for one, really." I'm, I mean, I'm in the truck. You've you've set my truck on fire. You know I'm in here. You work for me. I'm I'm paying you, and you're burning me alive. And then there's the other chick with a sniper rifle. Who, good golly. One thing I want to do though is I'd love to give her a fucking silence for that sniper rifle because she's she's not off deadly, but it doesn't half ruin a good stealth mission when you're on a stealth approach, and then all of a sudden she lets rip with the fucking thunder of the heavens, then just tears somebody's head clean off. That that'll that'll blow your cover every day. That like, especially when the sun's cracking the pavements, you're not gonna you're not gonna get away with that being thunder. But I'm on the back of this truck. It's kicked off. I'm 50 calling my way through several other 50 cal armed trucks. There's fucking cult members running everywhere. There's this chick with a fireborn arrow chucking them about. The snipers just letting them rip. Um, eventually, this the other truck I, I wanted to originally kill for the mission, that turned up. He started trying to drive straight through us. He's leaning out the window, popping shots off with terrifying accuracy, I might add. Just when I thought I'd just thinned the herd, and I was like, right, where's that truck? Fucking bear. A bear. Out of nowhere, just obviously attracted by either the sound of gunfire or the smell of blood. Just pounced on us. I'm in the middle of the street with a bear with, like, me whole hand in its mouth. And that's not the first time that's happened. I mean, set about by capture teams, which I thought was another fucking brilliant addition. When you start to make that much impact in an area... Like, the leader of that area is like, you're on his radar. So he's sending out these fucking chilling television broadcasts and radio broadcasts talking directly to you. And then he's sending capture teams out for you. And they can just rock up anywhere. Like, I'm in the middle of a woodland hunting with me bow. Like, I'm one with nature, you know what I mean? I'm moving silently here. In my head, I mean, not even in my head, I was sitting in my chair with me pad. I leaned over to the little plant I've got just on the side there. Licked me fingers. Stuck it in the dirt a bit. Two fingers under the right eye. Two fingers under the left eye. Swiping that mud across my cheek. I was I was in it. I was deep in it. Hunting like an, a deer or something. Capture team turns up in the middle of the fucking forest. I'm trying to pick them off. And then just a cougar. Cougar set about us. <laughs> just out of nowhere. He'd obviously been stalking me. While I was stalking me prey. It's just, it's full of these little moments. I just keep it. It removes the want to fast travel is what it does because the world feels alive Far Cry's fucking nailed that there is now what I will say I had a discussion with uh, one of the chums one of the one of the fam fam spelled with a PH not actual family there's, there's no there's no blood there at all uh, if if we were to, I mean it's a dude so we wouldn't ever like procreate but like to say we did say that was possible like there'd be no they wouldn't come out with like the royal ears, if you know what I mean. No chance of inbreeding, not real family. But anyway, we're having a discussion. He was like, "Oh, have you seen the the Wolverine yet?" And I was like, "Well, that's I've, there's one in a cage right here, but that's not a Wolverine. That's a honey badger. That's that's the honey badger from Far Cry Three slash Four. That's definitely the honey badger. I can, it looks exactly the fucking same. It sounds the same. It moves the same. It's the honey badger. 
but hashtag franchise was wrong in the game it's called a wolverine now a wolverine looks fuck all like a honey badger and a honey badger looks fuck all like a wolverine so when this thing is essentially a repurposed model from Far Cry 3 or 4 and they're just calling it a wolverine and changing the fucking paint job on it I'm like yeah you could have could have done that a little better I suppose but it's not a it's not a real criticism I mean I'm not out here running a fucking fans of the honey badger website I'm not like raising awareness of the honey badger here I mean for one honey badger sounds adorable honey badger sounds like if you got lost in the woods a honey badger would find you take you to its home that was made out of a hollowed out tree and he had furniture in there and then you went in and he gave you a delicious glass of honey because he loves honey he loves honey he does that's what a honey badger sounds like. What a honey badger will really do is try and eat you, uh, arsehole first. That's what a honey badger will really do. Uh, but that's that's me honey badger gripe out of the way. Another gripe I've got with the game. Not so much a gripe, but more of a, ah, oh, do you know what I mean? Not like a, well that's shit. More like a, ah, oh, I wish, I wish that was a bit different. The multiplayer aspect. Uh, you can co-op. However, if you jump into somebody else's game, you get all your perks, you get all your money, you get all your loot. But if you do a story mission with your co-op partner, your comrade in arms, then if it, if you aren't the host of the game, then you don't get that progression. So you sort of jump back into your own game, and if your friend's further ahead than you, you just got to play all those missions again. I mean, by rights, if you're just out doing daft little side missions you you wouldn't have to replay them and you're still getting all the perks and all the benefits but when it comes to story missions that's a bit of a kick in the balls I'd quite like to see the progression system work there whereby it, it recognises you've done a mission but then again you can sort of say why they did it if, if somebody's straight ahead of you and you jump in and complete a story mission then go back in your own game there is the argument there that well you've, you'd have to have played mission X, Y and Z before you got to that so I see I see where it's at I did fall down um, in the game, I, did, I mean I didn't literally fall down, I wasn't trying to kill a deer and just stumbled, old fucking two left feet over here I didn't literally fall down I got swept up in one area, that's the issue I've got here and I'm probably on 15 hours now there or thereabouts yeah, I've spent it all in one area. That is that is my downfall. I've I've sort of teetered into the other two areas, and then I've been like, no, 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 I'm I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. I've nearly filled my resistance meter. I'm so close to filling that resistance meter, which I'm assuming is gonna bring out the big boss, and I'll kill him, and then I'll move into the next area. But after 15 hours, I've sort of bored myself a little of of that area, uh, and it sort of feels like I've done a full game already because I with it being as good as it is I didn't have the until the latter hours I didn't have the need I didn't have the want to explore the other areas because I was like fuck that like I'll go and deal with the drug dealer woman in a minute like in a hot minute right now I want to deal with crazy guy who's got the woman tied up I want him I want to fight him and kill him and in trying to do that I've I've literally I've essentially tried to get 100% complete on one area of the map. 
and I probably shouldn't have done that because I think I've I've got a little bit of fatigue now. However, when I have strayed into the other areas, um, my main concern was that the whole world was going to feel the same, and I was going to end up having to do the same set of missions three times with sort of little differences or changes here and there. I, I don't think that's the case. From what I've experienced of the other areas, I think there's going to be enough there. I mean, I'm going to go back and keep playing it. I'm 100% going to keep playing it. It hasn't lost us yet. And it's because, as I've strayed into these other areas, it's started to feel fresher for me. It's started to feel like, actually, this is different. I'm not fighting the same cult members anymore. I'm not fighting the same guy anymore. It's got a totally different feel about it. And I think that's fucking expertly done. What I wouldn't have minded was that fucking epiphany a little earlier before I'd fatigued myself. I mean, I, I pretty much... The back of my hand. That's how well I know the bottom left-hand corner of the map. Wiped out all the fucking silos. Did all the fucking side missions. Yeah, you know. You know how it is. And that's the danger with me. With open-world games. I get fatigued. I get fatigued on them. And I need a nice little palate cleanser before I jump into the next one. Uh, luckily, for me, if I... If I Quickly have a check of that list. I mean, I don't have to check the list. I already know God of War is the next big one. But if I jump into the list, is there anything coming out between Far Cry 5 and God of War? Because God of War in itself will be the palate cleanser, I think. Because that's going to sort of gonna have a linear progression through it. You've got to imagine, based on any other God of War game, another bandying about that. It's got like an open world, but we'll see how, we'll see how that goes down. All I've got here is Rick and Morty VR. Hellblade. I'd quite like to get mucked in on that Hellblade on the 11th. That's that's going to be good on the X. I'm looking forward to that. Um, God of War on the 20th. So they'll act as the palate cleansers. I don't actually know if there's another big open world game coming out. I mean, State of Decay 2 is probably the closest thing we're going to get to to big open world. So it's probably a good. It's probably fucking excellent timing by Far Cry 5. Because the next. I mean, if you think about it. Just you, you here now listen to this. What's the next open world game that's on your radar? Let's just work on the assumption God of War is quite linear. What's the next open world? Because for me, probably going to be Red Dead Redemption 2, which is still a ways off. So, probably perfect timing. I'll be able to get into the open world, get the fatigue... Forget the fatigue when I go through God of War, State of Decay 2, Hellblade, fucking Spider-Man's coming out. I'll get onto that when I do some choice cuts. And then the next big open world will be out. You know what I mean? In the meantime, you've got loads of mini palate cleansers. Fortnite and PUBG, they're always a good palate cleanser. When you've got the funk, you don't know what you want to play. So you just jump in. You know what I mean? So that's my thoughts. That's my thoughts on Far Cry 5 anyway. Um, I have got a couple of choice cuts. Choice cuts. Maybe I should get like a jingle. Get me sort of jingle for choice cuts. Uh, not like a choice cuts. Not like a hardcore. Like I'd quite fancy like a choice cuts for you. Choice cuts for me. That kind of deal. You know. See how it goes. Couple of choice cuts for you. I've only got two, and um, both of them involve release dates. First one, obviously the big one, Spider Man. Spider Man on PS4. Seventh, uh, seventh of September. Fuck you, Sony, and fuck you, Insomniac Games. I had all but put money on a bet that Spider-Man would be dropping in June. September. Wait, May, 
June, July. Oh, that's five months away. What am I supposed to... You can't be shown as delicious clips of Spider-Man and then expect us to wait five months when I'd all but have me heart set on it coming out in June. If anybody... Right, seriously. Seriously for a minute. If anybody at Insomniac Games gets wind of this here podcast, I can't imagine they won't. I mean, I am the premier underground influenza. If you'll be so kind, I'll take a copy of that game now, thank you. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. And while you're at it, while you're at it, I've been good to you, games industry. You've had many a thousand pounds out of me. I'd quite like Spider-Man PS4 Pro as well. That's the only thing I don't have. I don't really have a need for it. But if I was going to get a Spider-Man one for now, I'm not going to turn that down. I'm not going to, I'm not going to look that gift horse in the mouth. I'll take it, sir. I'll take it. But uh, yes, Spider-Man, 7th September. Did see some news that Spider-Man's going to be locked to 30 frames a second. This is going to be a this is going to be a fucking crowd splitter, this one. right? There's two ways this goes. You're either of the school of 30 watt. That's one school where you don't give a fuck about frames per second. And you're going to have the school of people who've got fucking 4K televisions uh, that can handle the full 60 and then running it on a PS4 Pro that'll belt out 60 frames a second. And then you're locking Spider-Man to 30 frames a second. I don't know if that's going to cause an issue. For me, personally, no, it isn't. Uh, but uh, just uh, interesting. Keep an eye on that one. See how that one develops. The other one, obviously the other fucking release, that's hardly a fucking surprise given the hype train of late for it, but uh, Spyro, old Spyro's coming back in no in no small part due to the success of the Crash Bandicoot remaster. Spyro Reignited is dropping on the 21st of September. All three original Spyro games fully remastered. The Crash Bandicoot treatment uh, and it looks fucking lovely, to be fair. It does. In an age where I feel we don't have... We don't get a lot of those games. Yes, you've had your Ratchet and Clank. Yes, you've had Super Lucky's Tale. But where are your, where are your 3D mascot platformers? They've sort of died at Mario Odyssey. Obviously, that's the the big one. But other than that, I mean, what? It, it, it's... It's an art, it's a lost art of an old age, of times gone by. The 3D mascot platformer. Mario's consistently done it, I, but like Sony and Microsoft. I mean, for Microsoft to put the marketing machine behind Super Lucky's Tale shows you just how much Microsoft have never had a worthy 3D mascot platformer. I can't even think of one on Xbox. I mean, it'll probably come to us later when I've stopped recording and I'm in the bath. Or I'm fast asleep. Dot upright in bed and just scream out some random character's name. You know what I mean? Like I'm possessed. Go get the priest round. Priest realises. The priest's listened to the Happy Accident podcast before. He's not going to help us. Nah. Um, that's, that's it, boys and girls. That's all I've got for you. I know it's been a while. It wasn't you. It was me. And I need you to know that. I need you to understand. It was, it was never you. It was always... It was always me. Uh, please understand that if it's not the Happy Accident podcast every Friday, then I can't be I can't be relied upon. <laughs> this podcast very much dependent on when I buy games uh, and when adulting doesn't get in the way. Adulthood doesn't step in and 
dump some responsibility on my lap. Ah, you want a podcast, do you? Think you're going to talk about Far Cry 5? Oh, really? How about your job? How about that? Hmm? How about you take some of that? How about you just go out and get fucking wankered? Hmm? How about you do that? That'll ruin four days. There we go. Enjoy being an adult. That's essentially it, boys and girls. If you've enjoyed what's happened here today, I would like to hear from you. What What are your thoughts? Far Cry 5? What are your thoughts on Spider-Man being locked at 30 frames per second? What are your thoughts on frames um, per second or per minute? Or uh, bifocal, um, very focal lenses in frames? Or you've been frames? Who frames Roger Rabbit? Um, you know, uh, the David Bowie song "Frame." No, that one a bit much. That was a bit of a bit of a stretch. That one, bit of a stretch. Never mind. I think there's actually a fucking musical called "Frame." Anyway, I could have just done that one. Never mind. If you've enjoyed what's happened day to day, I would like to hear from you. I am on Twitter at the franchise p h r a n c h i z e. I mean, just. Click the volume button on your phone now and it'll light up the podcast. My name's just on your screen right now. That's not me. It's not me birth name. I haven't got them parents. I wasn't born in a commune somewhere. What are you going to call him? We'll call this baby boy franchise. <laughs> okay, that's normal. And uh, there he is playing with his friend, Apple. You know what I mean? Uh, if you've enjoyed what's happening today, do get in touch. I would like to hear from you. If you'd be so kind, um, any sort of review you could leave on the Apple Podcasts app would be much appreciated. Not doing this for any money. You know what I mean? This is very much for the love of video games. For the love of video games and hearing myself speak. The two main loves in my life. And pizza, obviously. Always pizza. But I would appreciate a review. Um, that does help. Gets us bumped up, gets us on them featured pages, and then before you know it, boosh! The underground influenza is now an o- overground influenza. Now a street level influenza. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the dream. That's the that's the dream. And then when I put out podcasts like this, and I say Insomniac Games give us Spider Man five months early, then we stand a better chance, boys and girls. We stand a better chance of a better tomorrow. We're all franchise gets games before everybody else and doesn't have to pay for them anymore boys and girls thank you for listening until next time laters